What up, everybody? It is the Bone Man back again. Before we get into today's show, I want to let you all know that my career as an amateur virtual F1 driver continues this Friday, February 4th, 2022 at 11 a.m. CST, which is 5 p.m. UTC for my international audience. I had a ton of international listeners of the Formula Bone F1 show reach out to me asking if I could stream at a time that works better for their various time zones. So I moved some things around and hopefully y'all can tune in for this one this Friday, 11 a.m. CST, which is 5 p.m. UTC on twitch.tv slash Formula Bone. On that stream, I will be racing in the Portuguese Grand Prix in my sim rig that's complete with a steering wheel, pedals, a driver's seat, the whole nine yards. It's quite a sight to see. I highly recommend that you tune into the stream. In case you aren't aware, I'm doing an entire career mode season of races between now and the start of the real life 2022 F1 season in March. It's a lot of races to fit in. There's going to be a lot of streaming. Would love for you to join me on there. We peaked at 119 viewers last stream, and we're trying to go up every single stream, so I need you guys to help me out. Currently, in the season standings, I'm P9 with 10 points after two races, so not doing too bad. Also have the fastest lap thrown in there. It was quite a stonker. I took P6 at Imola on Monday night. Too much fanfare from the Bone Brigade in chat. Uh, yeah, really just hoping to keep this season rolling, get some more people in there. Hopefully this new time slot can get some international viewers in. So make your Friday beautiful with me, J-Bone, by tuning in to twitch.tv slash formulabone at 11 a.m. CST, 5 p.m. UTC. All right, folks, here we go. This is the Formula Bone F1 show. J-Bone! Welcome back to the Formula Bone F1 show, the Formula One podcast that went car racing, Toto. I'm Jared Borislow, but you can call me J-Bone. Thank you, as always, for joining me here today, and away we go. With today's first topic, let's all get to know Guan Yu Zhou. In case you aren't aware, Formula One will be welcoming just one rookie to the grid for the 2022 season, and that is Alfa Romeo's Guan Yu Zhou. So let's learn about the man. Guan Yu Zhou was born in Shanghai, China on May 30th, 1999, making him currently 22 years of age. He first got into motorsport at the age of eight when he began karting and showed some massive promise. In order to follow his dream of being a professional racing driver, Zhou relocated from China to Sheffield, England in 2012, where he joined Strawberry Racing Team. Side note, I think we need way more racing teams that are named after fruit, okay? What uh, would be your favorite fruit racing team? Mine would probably be, I'm going to say pineapple, you know, because like they're sweet, but they got the little pricklies on the outside, you know? They're not to be trifled with. While a member of Strawberry, Joe won the 2013 Super One National Rotax Max Junior Championship, that's a mouthful, and the Rotax Max Euro Challenge. The following year, in 2014, Joe didn't register any major karting wins, 
but he did appear in the Karting World Championship for Ricky Flynn Racing as a teammate of Lando Norris, who, by the way, was the 2014 Karting World Champion, narrowly beating Nikita Mazepin, of all people, for the title. Uh, and another driver featured for Ricky Flynn Racing alongside Guan Yu Zhou and Lando Norris was F2 driver Jehan De Ruvala. So Guan Yu Zhou left karting for full-size open-wheel racing in 2015, competing for Prima Power Team in the 2015 Italian F4 Championship, in which he finished the season as vice champion and top rookie. In 2015, Guan Yu Zhou also had two podium finishes in the German ADAC F4 Championship, so things are going pretty well for Guan Yu Zhou at this point in his career. Zhou ends up moving to F3 for 2016, where he starts the season hot, but finishes his rookie F3 season in a disappointing 13th place. Joe ends up racing in F3 for Prima two more seasons before moving up to F2 for the 2019 season on Team UNI Virtuosi Racing. This same season, Joe became the first Chinese driver to score an F2 pole position, which he did at Silverstone. Joe went on to finish the 2019 F2 season in seventh and was awarded the Antoine Hubert Award for top rookie. Joe returned to F2 in 2020 for the same team, UNI Virtuosi, this time finishing sixth at the end of the season. So a small improvement, probably not as much as he would have wanted now that he had another year already under his belt and wasn't a rookie anymore, but it's still a little bit of improvement. Joe then returned for a third F2 season, still at UNI Virtuosi last year, in which he ended the season in third with four wins out of that season's 23 held races. The two drivers who finished ahead of Joe in the final F2 standings were Robert Schwartzman in second place and Oscar Piastri in first place. The latter, Oscar, we will be talking about again here shortly. Stay tuned. So after Guan Yu Zhou's third place F2 finish last season, Joe was called upon by Alfa Romeo to replace the departed Kimi Raikkonen. Again, he is not dead. When I say departed, I just mean he you know, left the team in the sport. And uh, Guan Yu Zhou will be teaming up with Valtteri Bottas. And that's a, you know, great teammate to have. In your rookie F1 season, uh, I can think of way worse teammates to have than a guy like Valtteri Bottas who has had many podiums in his career. Many, many, many. Some of the most of all time of any F1 driver ever. Great guy to learn from, I think. And just from looking at him and watching him, by all means, a nice guy. You know, you don't really want like a jerky aggressive teammate as your first teammate if you're a rookie and you have an established veteran teammate you know I think I think both this aka Todd Benson as we call him here on the Formula Bone F1 show he's probably like top of my list so a nice little place for Guan Yu Zhou to enter F1 so Guan Yu Zhou was officially announced as a 2022 Alfa Romeo F1 driver on November 16th though a lot of us knew this was going to be the case before that date. So my favorite F1 Twitter moment of 2021, by the way, follow me on Twitter at Formula Bone for constant F1 tweets from me. Some of them are good. Some are stupid. Four days before the announcement ended up happening, uh, the official announcement that Guan Yu Zhou was going to be a member of Alfa Romeo, Spanners from Mist Apex posted a photo on Twitter that he had been sent of an Alfa Romeo dealership in China that clearly didn't understand how announcement embargoes work. 
and they put up a huge window wrap poster outside of their dealership that read in Chinese, Guan Yu Zhou joins the Alfa Romeo team, China's first F1 driver. Come on, China. Come on, Alfa Romeo. Come on, Guan Yu Zhou. And so when this was uh, broken, when this news was broken by spanners, it was people were like, no, this has to be a Photoshop and like a prank. Like, there's no way that Alfa Romeo would let this happen. And then like four days later, Guan Yu Zhou was announced. So by all accounts, it seems legit. Very funny moment for F1 Twitter. But, uh, you know, can't make this stuff up. This episode of the Formula Bone F1 show is brought to you in part by a new sponsor that I am obsessed with, and that is Trade Coffee. I have some bad news for you all. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is actually stale before you even put it into your cart. You heard that right. The coffee you know and think you love needs an upgrade. Let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted and ethically sourced that you're literally guaranteed to love because it's only sent to you after you take Trade's amazing coffee quiz. Designed by coffee experts, this quiz takes less than one minute and matches you with the perfect coffee out of their 400 and plus roasts that they have at Trade Coffee. That coffee that they match you with is then roasted on demand for you and delivered right to your door. No more stale coffee, only freshly roasted deliciousness. After you take Trade Coffee's quiz, Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their subscription is also no hassle. You can skip shipments, you can change your frequency, or you can cancel it at any time. They do such a good job of subscription management. A lot of companies don't. Trade really does. I love Trade Coffee personally because I'm a big fan of supporting small, independent coffee roasteries run by good people, and every roastery that Trade works with pays fair prices to the people who grow their coffee around the world. It is seriously amazing. Trade Coffee matches my very specific taste in coffee to independent roasteries from all over the country featuring coffee beans from all over the globe. It's an amazing supply chain they've set up. I could not recommend it enough. Every morning when I drink my trade coffee, it's truly an experience beyond that of just drinking coffee because I've been matched with a roastery and I've been matched with a specific blend and it's just seriously out of this world coffee experience. If you are really into coffee, and when I say that, you know what I mean. Like if you're really into coffee, if you get out of bed in the morning and you're only thinking of coffee, do trade coffee. The best part for Formula Bone F1 show listeners right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash fbone. That's drinktrade.com slash f-b-o-n-e. Yes, $20 off your first three bags. And I can guarantee you they won't be your last three bags because Trade is literally the best coffee sourcer in the world. Let them drastically enhance your morning, afternoon, and maybe even nightly routine with their fresh, delicious, and perfectly matched coffees. That URL again is drinktrade.com slash fbone, F-B-O-N-E, for $20 off your first three bags. There's a link for that deal in the description of this episode. Thank you to Trade Coffee for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show. Back to Guan Yu Zhou. So Guan Yu Zhou is now an F1 driver. In his racing career up to this point, 
Joe has entered 227 races, from which he has earned 16 wins, 62 podiums, 13 pole positions, and 14 fastest laps. Joe has also entered seven esports races, from which he earned two wins and four podiums. So he may be a bit of a gamer. Maybe he can challenge Lando in that department. Joe is now the first ever full-time Chinese F1 driver and will be one of three F1 drivers in 2022 representing an Asian nation. The other two being Yuki Tsunoda, who represents Japan, and Alex Albin, who represents Thailand. Joe's appointment to Alfa Romeo's second seat was not met without controversy. Mostly stemming from the fact that there is another driver who the vast majority of motorsport fans and commentators believe deserves a seat in Formula One over Guan Yu Zhou, and that driver is the aforementioned Oscar Piastri. The run that Australian driver Oscar Piastri is on right now is truly insane. It's unbelievable how successful he has been the last three seasons. Let me run you through this. In 2019, Oscar Piastri won the Formula Renault Euro Cup Championship, so he moved up to Formula 3. In 2020, the following season, he won Formula 3 as a rookie, so he moved up to Formula 2 in 2021, this past season. He then, in his rookie season in Formula 2, won that too. That's three years in a row now that Oscar Piastri has won a championship, with the last two being in his rookie season in that championship. Insane. One of the great move-ups through lower Formula divisions of all time, and yet... Oscar Piastri was not awarded a full-time Formula One seat for 2022, losing out on the Alfa Romeo seat to Guan Yu Zhou, who he beat handily in Formula Two this past season. Instead, Piastri was named Alpine's 2022 reserve driver behind El Plando Alonso and Esteban Ocon. I should note that both Piastri and Zhou are Alpine Academy members, so... That, you know, could factor into it. Some people are saying that Joe, as an Alpine Academy member and not as accomplished driver, should have gotten that Alpine reserve spot and Oscar Piastri should have gotten that Alfa Romeo spot. To me, it seems indisputable that Piastri has earned a spot in F1 on merit over Joe. However, in the eternal words of Italian Jesus Antonio Giovinazzi, who was replaced by Guan Yu Joe, Money rules. Well, he actually said it in Italian, but I translated it. It's largely speculated that Alfa Romeo went for Joe over Piastri because China is the world's biggest nation market, and having a Chinese driver on the grid could bring in absolutely insane amounts of money to both Alfa Romeo and F1. Now, I don't think Joe should be referred to as a pay driver like Mazepin or Latifi, because he clearly is a talented driver and isn't only in the sport because of family money like those guys are. But to me, it seems clear cut that he was selected over Piastri because of the money he could bring to Alfa Romeo and F1 from China being represented on the grid. That being said, I'm still incredibly excited to watch him drive in 2022 and hope that he proves all the people calling him a pay driver wrong by absolutely crushing it out there. I will say, however, he is not starting off in the easiest spot in which to prove the haters wrong uh, because his teammate is Valtteri Bottas, and uh, that's a driver who has the fifth most F1 championship points of all time. 
one of the all-time greats. Never really got recognized as such because he's behind Lewis Hamilton, but one of the most accomplished drivers in the history of the sport, so not the easiest teammate to try and show up. But hey, Guan Yu Zhou, good luck out there in 2022. This episode of the Formula Bone F1 show is brought to you in part by my favorite leg garment manufacturers, Bird Dogs. I wear Bird Dogs shorts, pants, and joggers constantly. I love my joggers so much that I recently decided to always jog now instead of ever walking so that I can be a true joggers guy. I hope I don't ever get attacked by a wild animal because jogging probably won't cut it in terms of evading them, but I'm too committed to jogging now, so you'll find me jogging away from an alligator and getting my legs bitten off because I'm a joggers guy, thanks to Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs built-in underwear, yes, built-in underwear, feels better on my skin than the finest cashmere and is also super breathable and doesn't bunch up like traditional underwear. You can get Bird Dogs shorts, pants, and joggers with or without the built-in underwear, but I highly recommend you get it with because, well, once you buy it, you'll know why. Head to birddogs.com and get yourself the best shorts, pants, and joggers on planet Earth, and do not forget to use my code FBONE, F-B-O-N-E, so that they throw in a free whistle tip football. Yes, I said whistle tip football. Bird Dogs whistle tip football is even better than those old Nerf Vortex howlers you used to try and fail to throw over your house as a kid. You can probably throw Bird Dogs football over some mountains if you're strong enough. It's a superior product. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm holding it in my hand. Wow. Feels amazing. Great weight to it. Go to birddogs.com. Right now, load your cart up with the best shorts, pants, and joggers available on planet Earth. Plug in promo code FBONE, F-B-O-N-E, to get that free whistling football and live happily ever after. That's birddogs.com, promo code FBONE. There's a link for that deal in the description of this episode. Thank you to Bird Dogs for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show. Finally today, I want to just rattle off a few surprising F1 facts that I've come across throughout the course of my research Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. Maybe you already know them. Let's find out. Here are three surprising F1 facts. Fact one, Lance Stroll's real name is not Lance Stroll. It is, in fact, Lance Strulovich. I guess the family goes by Stroll instead of Strulovich because they think it's more marketable of a name. Unclear. All I know is that they are the Strolls, not the Struloviches. On a related note, though, Lance, like your boy J-Bone, is half Jewish. Shouts to Lance. Strulovich. Stroll. Fact two. The current official record for the fastest average speed that a Formula One car has ever gone over the course of one kilometer is 246.983 miles per hour or 397.481 kilometers an hour, which is really fast. That was set on a salt flat by, interestingly enough, current F1 medical car driver Alan Vandermerva of South Africa. He did that in 2017 in a slightly modified 2005 Bar 007 powered by Honda during a speed exhibition Honda was doing to try to set a new record for Formula One car speed over a mile and over a kilometer, which they ended up doing both. If you're wondering... It would take an F1 car going an average speed of 246.983 miles per hour or 397.481 kilometers an hour, a little over nine seconds 
to go one kilometer. So when Alan Vandermerva set that record, it took him nine seconds to go a kilometer. Imagine that. That is insane. Their goal, by the way, with this exhibition was to break the 400 kilometer an hour average mark over one kilometer, which they unfortunately were not able to do over the course of the necessary two runs to set the record. You had to do one run in one direction and then do one run uh, in the other direction to account for wind. And unfortunately, uh, they were not able to average 400 across both runs. They were able to do it across like one run one way, but then on the way back, either due to wind or grip or some other reason, they were not able to get another speed that would make the average stay over 400 kilometers an hour. Interestingly, during testing for the speed exhibition, the car reached a top speed of 256.754 miles per hour or 413.205 kilometers an hour. Crazy. Very, very fast. In fact, three, there have been 72 seasons of F1 during which 34 different Formula One drivers have been named World Drivers Champion. Of those 34 drivers, there are two father-son pairs, Graham Hill and Damon Hill, and Kiki Rosberg and Nico Rosberg. Now, some people mistakenly think Jose and Max Verstappen are included in this list as father-son World Drivers Champions. However, Jose, while he was an F1 driver for many, many seasons, never actually logged a win in his career and has just two podiums to his name. His 17 career points are surpassed by drivers such as Antonio Giovinazzi at 21, Stoffel Van Dorn at 26, and Yuki Tsunoda at 32. So uh, Max seems to have thoroughly outperformed his dad in the top flight of motorsport. Thank you all so much for joining me for another F1 off-season episode of the Formula Bone F1 show. Before I get going, I'd like to run you through the links that I've placed in the description of this episode. In the description of this episode, wherever you're listening or watching YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can help support the Formula Bone F1 show financially by buying merch. I'm currently wearing the Formula Bone hat. It's awesome. I love it. I wear it all the time. People are like, you wear that all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's sick. Bullamedia.com slash shop is where you can get the Formula Bone hat. You can also get the Formula Bone shirt. Also, there's a Bone Zone shirt, which uh, if you only listen to this podcast and follow Formula Bone and you don't follow other stuff I do in my whole career, the Bone Zone shirt won't make sense to you, but I think you'll be able to appreciate it either way. You can check all that out at bullamedia.com slash shop. That's B-O-L-E-N-M-E-D-I-A.com slash shop. Also with the link in my uh, description, you can support the show financially in an even greater capacity by supporting today's sponsors. Shop Trade Coffee at drinktrade.com slash fbone for $20 off your first three bags of ethically sourced, perfectly matched coffee. Shop Bird Dogs at birddogs.com with promo code fbone, F-B-O-N-E, for a free whistle tip football with your order of the best shorts, pants, and joggers on planet Earth. You can also join the 200 plus member Formula Bone Discord server with the invite link that I've placed in the description of this episode. And you can watch me live stream myself playing the F1 video game at twitch.tv slash Formula Bone and talk to me in chat while I do it at the link in the description of this episode. You can follow me, J-Bone, everywhere on social media at Jared Borislow. That's J-A-R-E-D-B-O-R-I-S-L-O-W. 
And if you're now all caught up on the Formula Bone F1 show, you'll listen to every episode I've ever done, but you want to keep hearing my voice, I co-host a comedy podcast called the Ross Boland Podcast, where we share a ton of laughs covering a wide variety of topics, including current events, non-F1 sports, music, food, funny news stories, cool animals, insane history, and so much more, while also diving into some mental health discussion as well. If you like this podcast, I promise you will love the Ross Boland Podcast. Listen to it wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. That's R-O-S-S-B-O-L-E-N, the Ross Boland Podcast. Folks, it's time for the NPR style sign-off. The Formula Bone F1 show is recorded in Austin, Texas, and brought to you by Bolin Media. It's hosted by me, Jared J. Bone Borislow, and I also produce the show because I'm a content machine. Kate Boris makes a bunch of the show clips that you see on social media at Formula Bone. Our iconic theme music and Twitch stream music is by 7 to Midnight. You can follow him on social media at the number 7, T-O, Midnight. You can follow the show on social media by following at Formula Bone everywhere. You can watch the show on YouTube by searching Formula Bone. You can help the show gain new listeners by rating and reviewing the Formula Bone F1 show on Apple Podcasts and by rating it on Spotify. Until next time, J-Bone!